ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
lift your two hands. And thank God for making it possible for you to be in church today. Open your mouth and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Praise him. Bless his name. Bless his name. Lift your hands and 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 bless him for making it possible for you to be in church. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Bless him. Bless his name. Lift your hands and just say, Lord, I bless you. I bless you. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I bless you. 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 I thank you. Kapayandala babasi tamoshante nebukata. Renamasandala basatala babayande shababayanda. Thank you. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I would like you to take your seats. And please take your Bibles. And tend to Psalm. Psalm 45. Psalm 45. We are going to pray this morning and um, ask the Lord for certain things we need in our lives to be able to advance powerfully as believers. And verse 2 of Psalm 45 says, Thou art fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into thy lips. Therefore, God has blessed thee forever. Verse 3. Get thy sword upon thy thigh, O Most High with thy glory and thy majesty. Verse 4. And in thy majesty write prosperously. 
because of truth and meekness and righteousness. And thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Today we are going to pray for these three things. It says, and in thy majesty, ride prosperously. God wants his children to be prosperous. Amen. God wants his children to do well. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants you, how many of you believe that God wants you to do well? Every father, every mother wants his children to, to, to do well. If they are students, he wants them to pass exams. If they are working, he wants to come to your child's house, your son's house, and the house is nice, there's a car, there's food, everybody is happy. Today marks the beginning of a certain level of prosperity in your life. Amen. Shout prosperity. Prosperity. Say prosperity. Prosperity. Now it says, in thy majesty, write prosperously because of truth. truth. This is how... Prosperity enters your life. Amen. Number one is truth. Truth. Turn your Bible to John. Chapter 17. And verse 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Say God's word is truth. God's word is truth. Oh, I can't hear you. Say God's word is truth. God's word is truth. Say the word of God is truth. The word of God is truth. Yes. So... To write prosperously, to be prosperous in the things you do, to do well in every area of your life, it will be because of these three things truth, meekness, righteousness. We are going to pray that we will become lovers of truth. Amen. We are going to pray that, you see, if you are a believer, you are a Christian, a Christian, and you set aside the word of God, there is a certain level of blessing you will never see. Because the word of God is our everything. Everything. Everything, your marriage, your business, your... I mean, the word of God is actually the light on your path. Wow. So Psalm 45 says, You ride prosperously because of truth. Verse 4. In thy majesty, ride 
prosperously. From today, your family members will know that God has blessed you. Amen. Your classmates will know that God has separated you to prosper you. Amen. Write prosperously because, number one, of, of number one, truth. Truth. If you are here today and you don't read your Bible, you don't have your quiet time, you are not into scriptures, the Bible doesn't guide you, the Bible doesn't rule your life, you do what you want to do, you go where you want to go. There's, no, there's nothing you are doing that you are doing because of the Bible, the Word of God. Like this, the, the Word of God says, you quote a verse, you are not like that. Then forget about doing well. Wow. Forget about doing well in the kingdom of God. Those who do well in the kingdom of God are those who have these three things. One, truth. Two, meekness. Three, righteousness. Please rise to your feet now. We are going to pray about the truth. Thy word is truth. We are going to pray and ask the Lord to give us a love for the truth. The truth. A love for the word of God. Yes. We are going to pray and ask God to give us a desire to read our Bibles every day. That is how you prosper. Christians don't prosper because they went to the university. People go to the university and don't do well. Christians do well because of the word of God. He said, sanctify them by thy word. Thy word is truth. Lift your hands now. We are praying now. We are asking the Lord to put in us. We are saying to the Lord, Lord, from today I will read my Bible. Oh, yes. From today I will love your word. From today I will go near your word. From today I would love to spend time, have my quiet time every day. That is how a Christian prospers. Lift your hands and pray now. Pray. Amiando 
you are praying and asking God for a desire for the word. You are saying to God, Lord, from today, I want to love your word. I want to love to read the Bible. From today, I will desire, I want to constantly be close to your word. That is how you prosper the truth. If you don't hear the word of God, your friends will lie to you. The truth comes only from the word of God. If you have it in your heart, it will speak the truth to you. You will not, you will not allow the lies and the deception of people to guide you. We are talking today about prosperity. Prosperity. How to prosper. Lift your hands and pray that you will be a lover of the truth of God's word. 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 Ragascara Simbro. Kileida Alianco Tosta Amiancata. Randa Dimini Mando Bermende Picorobando Paranama. Raki Rampanamanova, Rebele Rebebe, Kikolorobo, Kebele Rebebe, Remyando Bolorobo, Koshe de Belerama, Villa Yada Tikola, Yanda Imyanta Kampanimba, Illa Bramba Palo Robotoma, Yebele Bele Rebebe, Kebonde, Mikotonde, Iska Yangromon, Kavaramana, Pachokara, Regebe, Ramatushka, Yandele Mesta, Yandele Mesta, Yandele Mesta, Yandele Mesta, Rantoma Ika Shalara Rakuta mi Ibo Rebelembo Loskeba Loskeba Malogrobo Doromoko Ikana Antorobo Yes, yes, yes Rakanjimana Rapionko Pononombra Lakamatuma Elavalo Dikaparo Ipansali Irakienche Rasuli Kantra Rakalada Manekete Rebe Ipanina Makam Panonomoka Rebe Debara Mikonora Imalian Ronku Paranamayando Robokosh Karababa Raba Ambri Mini Inko Leiskena Antono Monoka Raba Ambrobo Conte Oya Ziada Isani Akrontanjiga Arasata Igras Karamanamba Repedo Prukuma Ramanama Korono Irako Nekaparo Iyantra Kiparani Aliam Kutama Ila Sagrata Nomara Itaramana Toromaha Repele Rebeke Pelonomo And in thy majesty, ride prosperously. Because of truth. Every young girl must love the truth of God's word. Mm. If you don't go to the Bible to read it for truth, 
you, you will even lie to yourself. Wow. Friends will lie to you. I see. You will never know what is the real thing for your life. So the people who don't read the Bible, who don't have their quiet time every day, all they have are lies, mm. deceptions, mm. delusions, mm. treachery. I mean, that's all. Because there is no truth in them. No truth. They follow lies. Lift your hands this morning. And pray and dedicate yourself to the word of God as a Christian. Dedicate yourself to the word of God. Commit yourself to God's word. Prosperity. It begins with the word of God. The word of God. The truth. It begins with the truth. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I commit myself to daily quiet time. I commit myself. Listening to messages. Listening to messages. Soaking messages. I want to be a soaker of messages. It makes you rise prosperously. It makes you rise prosperously. Let your heart make me and love of your way. Vada maramaman koramara ragali grangada la panda binomo i peye grege payadero i kaliando samia anakroda 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 malando brakas kibaha malasieme ne kuntra mananche o managa para mi kondoromomo el lavalo di cambrico tawanisco yani askaya madaraka reketemeneme upalaruakata reteyendo Yena Yasaya, Yena Yasaya, Umala Graskana Ando Baramu, Rebete Kay Paramanando. The next thing we are praying about is meekness. Meekness. One of the sources of prosperity is meekness. Meekness means being subject to guidance. Wow. Being subject to authority. Mm. Meekness is not looking humble. Wow. Meekness is not is not looking sad. sad. When we say somebody is meek, it means the person is subject to can be guided by can be made to obey. Look. Samuel told Saul. That I think it must be the last thing he told Saul before he was sacked from being a king. He, Saul was sacked. He didn't die as a king. He was sacked. Samuel told Saul 
that to obey is better than sacrifice. A lot of sacrifices we make in the body of Christ are useless sacrifices. If only you would obey. Just obey. Just obey. Behold, to obey. That is, you see, when you are not meek, you will never obey. Meekness is not about wearing a, a, a torn clothes or looking, I mean, looking sad. Meekness is being subject to. Subject to. So there was nobody as meek as Moses in his time. A lot of the problems we have are a result of disobedience. I'll tell you, I'll give you this assignment. Whenever there is a problem, something you can't solve or some difficulty in your life, ask yourself, what am I disobeying? Have I disobeyed somebody? Have I disobeyed a scripture? It says, in majesty, please take me back to Psalm 45. In in majesty, in thy majesty, ride prosperously because of truth and meekness. Wow. Those who obey instructions, they have big churches. They have big centers. Those who obey instructions, they are rich. Oh, yes. The girls who obey instructions, they are married. <laughs> they are happy. Whenever something is not going well in your life as a Christian, you have to stop and ask yourself, is there something, is there some disobedience somewhere? Hmm. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 said, if you are willing and obedient, you eat the good of the, There is good in every land. Every land. Whether it's America land or Ghana land or Nicaragua land or, or Oyibi land or, or everywhere. You are not the one. You are the one not seeing it. You are the one not enjoying it. There are blessings everywhere. But it is reserved for only those who are willing and obedient. And I'm talking about meekness. Meekness. You want to lift your hands this morning in the house of God. The difference between a smiling Christian and a depressed Christian is obedience. Another one is flowing. Flow. Lift your two hands. You're asking God for the spirit of meekness. Specifically, the one that makes you obey the things you are told to do. The things you are told to do. Lift your hands and pray. Meekness. Meekness. Many of you want to do things your way. 
coming through his word, coming through a message being preached, coming through an instruction. So if you are the type who doesn't obey, it means you are not meek. Mm. And Psalm 45 says that you see your, your, your prosperity, when you see that somebody is doing well in the church, somebody, a, a, a girl in the choir is marrying somebody and she's going to have a happy marriage forever it means she has obeyed somebody jeremiah chapter 10 says that it is not in a man that walketh to direct his own steps Mm. but many of us here are not ready to obey it's like what you want to do is what you do not what god says sometimes the pastor will not tell you of course do this but as you are in the service, God will prod your heart. This thing is for you. For me. But many never obey. So they are in the kingdom and they are poor. They are in the kingdom and they are struggling. There are many struggling, hustling mm. Christians mm. who could have ridden prosperously. Oh Lift your hands. Oh Our final prayer. Mm. Deliver me from stubbornness. Deliver me. Make me somebody ready to obey the next instruction. Ready to obey. Ready to obey the next word that comes to me. Ready to obey. Whether my name is mentioned or not, ready to obey. Yes. Ready to obey counseling. Yes. The advice. The counsel. A word. A rebuke. They say stop it and you stop. They say we are going. You are with us. We are going. They say don't do this. Pray against stubbornness. Your own ways. Your own ideas. Lift your hands and pray against stubbornness. Against stubbornness. Listen all. A king is being removed from the throne. He's being removed. He's being sacked. And what is being told, I would have thought, next time, don't steal again. Mm. Mm. Or don't go to a juju man's house. Or don't kill people. Next time, don't kill. Never. None of those things were said to him. He was told, as he was being sacked, that to obey, First Samuel 15, to obey is better than sacrifice. Whenever you find yourself making too many sacrifices, 
it's a sign that there's some disobedience. Yes. There's some disobedience. This morning I pray that nobody will be removed from a great place God has put you. Amen. I pray that nobody, even, 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 even the chair you are about to sit on in chair, you can be removed from this chair to sit on a chair in a nightclub. Mm. Yes. You can be removed as you are sitting. You may think it is nothing to be here, but you'll be surprised that when you are being removed by some evil, the word from God to you is that to obey is better than sacrifice. Lift your hands. That's how to be prosperous. Lift your hands and tell the Lord, Lord, I'm committing my life to a life of obedience, yieldedness, meekness, yieldedness, yieldedness, to do what you want me to do. If you say I should stop, I stop. Let your hand a lot of the problems you will experience will not be because the devil came into your life but your disobedience to instructions prophetic guidance a word from God a word from the Bible lift your hand
Sundays because of afternoon jollof. I had some special jollof. I was leaving my mother's house, some jollof on Sundays that I loved. Yeah. But today I love Sundays for something entirely different. Hallelujah. And 
Sundays and opportunity. You know, one day I had the opportunity to watch the Cameroonian national team at the stadium, and it was awesome. It is very different from watching it on TV. But ladies and gentlemen, today you have a ringside seat to witness something greater. You have a ringside seat to witness the word of God come to you. The word that is described as a double-edged sword, quick and powerful. There are some of you, eh, nothing is able to advise you, minister to you, except what is about to come. So we thank God for his word. We bless the name of God for his servant who brings us the unadulterated word of God. If you are still sitting down, I want you to rise to your feet. I want you to clap your hands. You can even jump around as a sign of excitement. And help me to welcome to this moment the bishop, Edwin Morgan Ogo. Come on.
Lord that you are in church today. Thank him that you made it to church today. Father, we thank you for the beautiful privilege of being in your presence. We bless you. We say, let your will be done. Let your word break through, break through, break through. Let your word break through, break through. Let your word break through. Let your word break through. Let it break through. Let it break through. Let it break through and change our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. It's a blessing to be in church. Are you happy to be in church? You, you, you now love Sundays not because of your mother's jollof. But because, yes, your mother's jollof on Sunday. But now you look forward to Sundays because of church. Amen. Because of the word of God. Because of the choir. Because of the atmosphere we are in. Can you clap your hands and appreciate the prophecies, the testimonies. We are going to receive some testimonies very soon. And uh, every Christian must love Sundays. Mm. You, must, you must desire to be... We have a song, I really love Sunday mornings. Come and sing it, baby. I really love Sunday mornings. Yes. Have this. Yeah, I, that's why I 
like she said, is the time to serve the Lord. And every Christian, every Christian, every Christian, you see, anybody here or wherever you are listening, if you find yourself in a church where the pastor doesn't encourage you to serve God, then that church is actually an antichrist church. It's not a God church. It's a social group. A lot of churches are social groups. They have no spiritual impact. They have no biblical relevance. And I am afraid that this church can one day be like such a church. But we are fighting that we will never become a, a church which is biblically irrelevant. Amen. Amen. We were saved. Exodus 8, verse 1. You are reading about six, seven verses in Exodus. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus said the Lord, Next week is tidal wave. Salvation Sunday. Let my people go that they may serve me. May God use you to let somebody go. I said, may God use you to bring deliverance to someone. Let my people go. God always wants his people to experience liberation. Let them go. That they may serve me. Verse 2. But if you refuse to let them go, I will smite all your borders with frogs. Verse 3. And the river shall bring forth frogs 
abundantly. We shall go up and come into thine house and into thy bedchamber and upon thy bed and into the house of thy servants and upon the people and into thine ovens and into thy kneading troughs. And the frogs shall come up both on thee and upon thy people and upon all thy servants. And the Lord spake unto Moses, Say unto Aaron, Stretch forth thine hand with thy rod over the streams, over the rivers, and over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up upon the land of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came and covered the land of Egypt. I mean, this is the extent, and this is just one of several similar stories, whether it is insects or blood, many different stories where God was fighting for the release of his people. You don't have any idea what God has done for you to be in church today. You don't know what God has had to fight for you to be sitting in church on a Sunday morning. Some of you have been to all kinds of places before. Today, by the grace of God, you are sitting in church. Turn to your neighbor and say, congratulations. Say, when I see you, I bless God. Say, when I see you, I know God is great. Say, for somebody like you, to be sitting in church it means God is a wonderful God hey clap your hands for Jesus and if God goes through all these things to free you and your mind is that you are just going to be born again to sit in church and to be writing notes, preaching notes. Ask your neighbor, are you a Christian journalist? <laughs> are you a Christian journalist that you are in the church writing notes? Are you a journalist? <laughs> I'm preaching, baby. I'm preaching. Sunday morning preaching. Are you a journalist? Look at, I mean, time. it's because of time. If I had like four hours to preach, I would have read all the different plagues. The things God did. You don't have any idea. But in the case of the Israelites, there is proof in the scriptures. But many of you don't know what God did to free you from that Lebanese boyfriend's hand. That area boy who are giving all the girls in the area gonorrhea and was about to come to you and just in time Jesus came and saved you. And you think God saves you that you will come to church and just sit down and just be a nice sister, a nice brother. No, 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 no. He said in verse 1, look at it in verse 1. Verse 1. Let my people go that they may serve me.
anyone here who doesn't serve God is a very wicked person. You are more dangerous than an armed robber. Oh no, look, serving God, uh, Paul talks about your reasonable service. It's just reasonable. That what God has done for you to make, I mean, think of it all. Look at where you came from. The people who don't have any interest. When you were coming to church, did you see people who were not interested in coming to church? How many of you saw somebody, some people playing football, a girl coming from her boyfriend's room? Can I see your hand? Is there anybody who saw someone today? It's like, church is not on his mind. Is it not wonderful that you are in church? Even if they dragged you to church like a goat, because some of you are goats. It is still a great thing you have done to come to church. Can you clap your hands? God wants you to serve him. He wants you to serve him because you are very important in his agenda to build the church. Can you stand up? Can you see the corner there? Those chests that are empty? Can you see those chests? Yeah. About 50 of them. You are the reason why those chairs are empty. Yes. You see, a study was conducted. Please put my thing on the screen for me. Everybody look on the screen. They they, they conducted a, a, a study in America. 14,000 people were interviewed at the Institute for American Church Growth. They interviewed 14,000 people. And the question they asked was, who or what was responsible for your coming to Christ and the church? What made you come to church? So they interviewed 14,000 people. So when they see you, they've got their paper and pen. So what made you come to church? What made you come to church? What made you come? How many people? 14,000. So when they finished, they analyzed the information and this is what they got. Some people came to church. One to two percent. That is, out of 100 people, 100 people, one or two were in the church because of a special need. Out of hundred, one or two came to church because of a need for a beloved or a need for a visa. Yes. Need for money for school fees or a need for something God should do. And are you aware that a lot of people have needs in this world? But in the church, only out of a hundred, only one or two 
are in the church because of a need. Yes. I, I'm showing you something. You may think people are here because they need visa or they need a, a, a beloved or she wants a pregnancy or he wants a pregnancy or I don't know what he's looking for. Look, only a few people are in the church because of a need. Like a special need brings them to church. Only two out of hundred. One or two. The next one. Walking. People who just walked into the church. They, I'm like, they are in the, we are there now, and the, the person just walked into the church. Just, he just came on his own. No signboard, no body, nothing. He just came. How many of them? Out of a hundred, only two or three. Just walking. I'm showing you your importance. A special need. I need God. Only two people. I was just walking about as an area boy and I just came to church. Only three. Two or three. So it's over 100. People just don't just walk into church. If you see a crowd in church, there's a reason. We are looking at it. Next one. Walking. A pastor. That is the pastor of the church. Like, I am the pastor of the church. I invited people, and through me, people came to the church. I'm the man of God. Because of me, people... Because of me, people have come to the church. Because of the pastor. How many? Five to six percent. Yes. In the a hundred church members, the pastor's maximum effort will bring only six people. Yes. That's a, like a man of God right now wearing suit and tie and a nice uh, pair of snake skin, crocodile skin shoes. His maximum anointing, he has curled his hair, speaking American slangs, mad big cross, maximum, a maximum, pastor maximum. Listen very carefully. Preaching a powerful message, wild revelations, Preaching from the Greek dictionary, Hebrew lexicon, and uh, uh, connecting Nahum to uh, 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 Josiah. Josiah. The book of Josiah. 6%. Sweating to preach. 6%. Towel on the left, oil in his right. 6%. Next. Home visitation. That somebody came home to visit me. I was in my house and somebody came. I mean, I'm just in my house and somebody came. I'm, I'm not a member of this church. I'm just in my house and somebody just came to my house and said uh, something about uh, something, just a visit in the church. Two people. Two people. In a hundred. One, two, three hundred. Only two are in the church because a hundred is a lot. Only two came to the church for, because of home visitation. Next one. Sunday school. <laughs> Sunday school. It's because of Sunday school. Some special Sunday school that was organized and we all came out. Five. Hey! It's not good. 
Can you start again? Can you start again? I'm showing you how wicked you are. Special need. One to two percent. Next. Walking, just walking. Two to three percent. The pastor. The man of God with a big chain. Six percent. Home visitation. One to two percent. Next, Sunday school. Five percent. Four to five percent. Greater love gospel crusade. Jesus alive gospel crusade. Yes. Zero point five. Yes. Look, in this church, we have done crusades. Big, 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 massive evangelistic efforts. Mammoth crowds. Dodowa, where? Asiye, Oyibi, Madina number one. Lankwantanan area there. Oyarefa, Oyarefa, Oyarefa. Ankunan Park. All the things. Since I've been in Adventure Church for the past 10 years, all the crusades we have done. And, we, and oh, by, by the way, there's a lot of crusades we are going to have. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to have massive crusades. You watch. In 100, how many? 0. Point what? 5. Not even 1. So 0. 0.5 means a brother who has gone mad. Like half his mind is off. So There's the body in the church. That's the crusade. His mind is off. Or a sister with a broken heart. It's like her mind is not correct. She's just came for the mental hospital. That's the sister. How do we build a church? How many are going to walk in? How many are going to come because of a special need? I'm preaching you. You don't understand what I'm talking about. How many people can the man of God wearing a very nice uh, uh, suit? How many can he bring? Six percent. Crusade. 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 Greater love. Gospel crusade. Look, we go to have crusade three nights. We have crusades not because we want the church to grow. We have crusades because we must go. Crusades are not for grow. They are for go. Next. A church program. A convention. A major convention. Some man of God, when he speaks, fire comes from his mouth. Yes. A man of God from Aquitia. A short pastor who has a prophetic anointing for firstborns. is coming here next month. <laughs> Firstborn. How many will he bring? By the time he has done his major program, breathe fire with, with, with red eyes, how many will be in the church? Three. Two or three. Next. Friend or relative 
is what? How many? 75 to 90 percent. That is, I'm preaching. Over 75 to 90 percent. If you have a hundred people, 90 of them are in the church because a friend brought him. It has never changed. If I ask you, how many of you here came to church, whether here or there, I mean, you, you are in the body of Christ because a friend brought you to church. Let me see your hand. Or a relative, your sister, your brother, your cousin, former boyfriend, whatever. Let me see your hand. That's it. Look at this. What's the whole church? Your roommate brought you to church. So, so when, when in the church... We are silent. And we leave the work to the man of God. Or you sit back waiting for people to just come. You are waiting for us to have a crusade before you join. It means you don't understand what God is intending to do with your life. The growth of a church comes when the ordinary individuals, we call them the lycos, ordinary people, not, not pastors, not bishops, not reverends, ordinary people, next week, may you call somebody to come to the special church service. Look, the church is depending on you, I'm telling you. Help me to tell your friend, the church is depending on you next week. Tell your neighbor. Tell him, the church is depending on you next week. If you don't do anything, nothing will happen. Those of you expecting a pastor or a man of God, with this anointing. Or you are a center leader. Centers will never grow by a center leader's work. Centers will grow because the members of the centers brought their friends and their relatives. Your sister, let's go. My brother, let's go. My cousin, let's go. I said, Bacentes will not grow because of the solo effort of the Bacenta leader, but the members of the Bacenta must invite people. Anywhere where the building of the church has been left to the pastor and his wife, the church has just collapsed. Or the pastor and his assistant. Yeah. Centers where only the center leader is working will never do well. Yes. If you see a center which is working, it is because the center leader with the members, say members, members. tell your neighbor you are very important. Please ask the next person, are you one of the wicked ones? Oh, please ask the question. Ask the question, how many people have you brought to the church? Third person, I know you are here, but how many, how many friends, how many relatives have you brought here? As you are sitting here.
That is why God sent me to preach to you. That if you don't serve God, your wickedness will let you serve your enemy. No, don't say, I, I mean, I, I'm a very good person. I don't have such words. I don't know how to say such things. Only God can say such things. <laughs> Any, anyone here, your mind is that on Sunday morning you wear your dark glasses to come and sit here. Some of you, even offerings, you don't give offerings. You don't give. Don't give offerings. Listen to me very carefully. Some of you, what I'm preaching about, it will happen like how the sun will set tonight. That you will end up serving your enemy. Something that doesn't like you will have power over you. You know, as I sat down there, and I, I think when Frida was singing, the Lord spoke to me. He said, tell the people that a certain evil is going to enter the church. I mean, when I hear these things, they are very clear to me. And evil has entered the church before in cycle. But a brand new type of evil is going to come into the church. And the people that evil will swallow up are those who are doing nothing. When that evil comes, you must be found busy. Only those who are busy, who are engaged, will not be engageable by the evil. There is a homosexual about to enter the church. He, he, he will come as an instrumentalist. So if you are an instrumentalist and you don't pray, Shadamahandalabakata there is a mami water girl coming as a worship leader in this church. You'll be sitting in, that, in your seat. Say, ah, but this new girl, where is she from? She's a new girl. She's new. But people should join the choir. So she's new. She has joined the choir. Asumwa. Somebody is about to come around and destroy families. They did not get you. I said, the fact that I'm not holding a towel doesn't mean that I'm not prophesying. I said, God said, tell the people that a certain evil is coming. Ah, and I just heard it. It will come for the young and the old. I just heard it. It will come for the young. It will come for the old. It will come for the married woman. It will come for the single woman. 
it will not discriminate between a poor person and a rich person. That thing that is going to come is coming to look for blood. It will enter the church looking for blood. Only those who are available and not engaged will be taken. Therefore, the church is no more a safe place. Hiding in the choir will no longer save you. You know, I'm very happy that there's, we have the King's Choir here. Because in the King's Choir, we have got ladies, women, who are regional heads. They stand in the choir as a testimony to the fact that you can sing and also pastor. I thank God for the dancing stars. That there are people who are dancing who are also center leaders. I said an evil is coming. That one is the breaking news. An evil is coming. Whether you are married or you are not married, doesn't matter at all. You've been to university, you've not been to school because, because it's looking for blood. There's no difference between Legon blood and So you sit in church and only be looking for dresses to wear to church. Some of you, when you come to church, you are looking for hairstyles. Yes. If I get a hundred phones from ladies, you see pictures of church dresses they took. People passing by, they took. Airport star, they take the picture. Hairstyle. Hair, I know things. I said an evil is. Can you see me well? Or should stand? Can you see me? An evil is coming. If you are not spiritual, you will die. When I say die, I don't mean coughing die. You will, be, you, you will not be relevant again. Relevant to your children, relevant to your husband, relevant to your wife, relevant to yourself. You'll be sitting in a room and just be staring at the wall because you've gone mad. If you don't serve God, you'll serve your enemies. And I told you, number one, if you don't serve God, you'll be handed over to your enemies. Number two, if you don't serve God, you'll be handed over to serve other gods. If you don't serve God, you'll be handed over to serve wood and stone. That is useless things. Things that are baller. That's what you like. You see feces and you'll be eating the feces like jollof. Number four. 
if you do not serve the Lord, if you don't wake up to serve the Lord, you will become a proverb and a byword and a wonder. Deuteronomy 28, verse 45. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. Verse 46. And they shall be upon thee for a sign And for a wonder. And upon thy seed forever. (laughs) God will look at you in sadness because you were on your way to go up to become great. But people are looking to you and say, oh, we've seen some before. When you say somebody is a sign and a wonder and a byword and a proverb, it means that when we are looking for someone to use for a bad example, you are the one we use. When you are, you are the one we are, we are using for a girl who went to church and ended up becoming the mother of two children with five fathers. We mention your name. Adjoa Mansa. Listen very carefully. You will be a wonder. You will be a proverb. That is, you, your name will be used. If you are talking about somebody who rose up, became the MD of a bank, only to become a houseboy, you are the one. MD of a bank is now a houseboy. Like we saw in the news, one of our goalkeepers in Ghana is now the assistant manager of a KVIP toilet. Not the main one, the assistant. Yes. Assistant manager, attendant. Yeah. Hey. 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 You're looking for an example of a beautiful woman who doesn't have a womb. Will mention your name because you use your life for abortions. A wombless woman, wombless, wombless. And one of the things the devil wants to do is to make us examples of bad things that happen. He's looking for me. It's not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, that's not a message I'm preaching to you. We are all in it. The day I stop doing this work, you should be very sorry for me. The reason why I'm doing this work with my energy is that Satan wants to make me a proverb. Like they said of Satan himself. When he fell, one of the things the prophets mentioned was that people who heard of Satan would say, is this the one who made the earth to tremble? Is this the sister who used to sing on the stage? Who is now a hajia? With a golden tooth. 
Is this the sister who used to sing before the pastor preaches? That is now a hadia. The devil wants to use you to make you a byword. A byword. A byword. Some of you in your families, there are people who are bywords. Examples of alcoholics. A mass server who became an alcoholic. And God said, because you did not want to save me. Yeah, you see, you see, you see what you may not know is that as we serve God, eh, we are, we, anything you do to build the church weakens the devil. It weakens him. I'll take it again. Matthew 16, 18. Matthew 16, 18. Anything you do to, be, to build the house of God weakens the devil. Anything you do. He said, thou art Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell. The gates of hell. So the, 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 the medicine for the gates of hell is the building of the church. The evil in your family. The brother who Kobe is Kobe here. He's gone home. The brother who saw the snake, who, who took a picture of the snake yesterday, is he is he here? Where is he? Are you the one? Send the picture to them. Yesterday, we had a service. But because you are supposed not to do well in life, the evil spirits in your family prevented you from coming for the family prophetic service. I'm not joking. I'm saying it again. I said, because you are supposed not to do well in life, the family spirits did not allow you to come here to pray. I was praying for a brother. I've forgotten what the reason was. When I called him to pray for him, I told him that he's going to be very great. I said, you are going to be very great. Then I said to him, yesterday, I don't I know, earlier than this time. I said, make sure you serve God. Join the shepherds. I said, you should start a basenta. I said, you should start a basenta. It should start a center. It should be asking that, are you a center leader? No. Are you a basenta leader? He said, no. I said, start it because the Lord is telling me that your greatness will come from the ministry work you are doing. I prayed for him. As soon as he went back, he got a call, or a te- was this a text message or a call? His brother called him that he should come home now with his phone. And come and take a picture. It should come home now. This is yesterday. That's a, like, as I was praying for him, I'm sure as I was praying, his brother was sending the text. So when he went back now, he saw the message. The, 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 the call came. The call came. He said, come home now. Come with your phone. And come and take a picture. He said, I have just killed a snake. 
have just killed a snake. So the, so the brother went and took a picture of the snake and came back to the church service before we close and showed me the picture. I said, when was this said now? I'm de- I live here. I just came. Well, just down here. There is a snake looking for you. And this snake was a viper. Wow, a big snake. Have you found it? Protect it. But the good news is that you are not the, he's not the only one a snake is looking for. Yes, some of you, it's not a physical snake, it's a spiritual snake looking for you. I've been attacked by snakes before. I've, I've, I've had the first set of snakes. I've had some. Not, not physical snake. I've not even come close to a physical snake. But the, the type of snake I've seen is more than anaconda. If you meet it, you can't, you, you, you won't even like your mother. I said, I said, listen to me. I said, the panacea for the gates of hell, the only thing that can master the gate of hell is the building of the church. The only known power that can match wickedness in our families, the only known power that can match homosexuality in schools, today, 18-year-old SHS girls are in the school singing songs of penises. Prostitutes. SHS. SHS 2. Prostitutes. Girls are smoking in Denham. I said, listen to me. If I don't preach again, maybe as I'm preaching, I'll fall down dead and I won't wake up again. Let me just tell you this one before I fall down. I'm just saying to you that the only known power that can match the gates of hell in your family, you, you, your family, is the building of the church. The gates of hell is mentioned once in the Bible. And when it is mentioned, it is, it, is, it is the building of the church. That is the snake. Look at, this is the head. This is the head. This is the tail. As soon as I prayed for him, the snake was killed in the house. It was killed. Whatever is looking for you to terminate your prosperity suddenly, to destroy your family, you have covered your face, to destroy your family suddenly, to destroy your life suddenly, I block it in the name of Jesus. But mommy, 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 I, I wish I could lie to you, but I can't lie to you that the prayer I have prayed is not as powerful as you serving God. I don't know if my was a drunkard. He was a weed smoker. Did anybody pray for you for deliverance? No, Bishop. Day one, he began to serve God. I said, there is no pro- Can you sit down, please? 
We have to close the service. There is no prophet's prayer that can match you. Can you imagine me going for deliverance from somewhere? I, I don't know of one. I don't know of one. But me too, demons are chasing me just like you. I'm not immune. I'm not some special marble human being. That evil spirit, are not, they, are, they are looking for me daily. Attacks are daily. But they don't get me. Why? Because somebody prayed for me. Who is praying for me? Who is praying for me? I said the only known medicine for the gates of hell is the building of the church. Matthew 16, 18. Wherever, any family, where people don't serve God, demons go free. They roam free. And some of you sitting in the church, you will end up just like your aunt called Alice. Some of you will surely become drunkards. There are brothers here. When you die, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm seeing it like a movie. At your funeral, we smokers will come and carry your coffin away. Some of you, it, it, you have just got three months to be here. Some of you, six months. Some of you, five years. After five years, you won't be here. I have been in church for 37 years. How? With prayer? With my pastor laying his hands up. Which pastor has prayed for me? Which pastor has prayed for me? From the day I got born again, 37 years, he's been serving God. The church I was attending, we had two weekday services. Tuesday and Thursday. Saw the church service twice a week. It never occurred to me that I was doing something strange. Don't deceive yourself. I am not praying for you. So don't deceive yourself. (laughs) Don't deceive. I'm not praying for you. I'm telling you. I'm not. I'm not. The prayer is in the work. When I pray, I pray for Basenta leaders. So if you happen to be one of them, then the demons are falling. When I pray, I pray for Basenta. I don't pray for wicked people like you. Bible says there shall be no peace to the wicked. And God is against the wicked. You are wicked because... God has fought battles to bring you into his kingdom and all you do is to wear a wig to come to church on Sunday. Every empty chair at the corner there is speaking against you. And when I say it, why do I point to the King's choir? Because every girl singing in the choir could be a center leader. How do I know? Because there are girls sitting and singing in the choir who are center leaders. Some of them are regional heads. So if you are here and you are just only singing in the choir, you are wicked. He says, if you don't serve me, you will be a byword. That is, if you are looking for an example of something bad, we will mention your name. A man who became very rich only to end up as a toilet assistant. We'll mention your name. 
a woman who had a nice wedding, very colorful, everybody came to her, only to divorce after 12 years. You are the one. Don't mention it. Anytime you hear that something bad has happened to somebody, don't think you are special. Never think that your family is special. You, you are not into these things. It is the gang families that have said things. It's the away family. If you, so when you hear that something bad has happened to an away, hey, there are things have come. No, I, there, I said, there is no away demon. There is no fancy devil. Devil is a devil. Wake up and serve God. Serve God. Serve God. Serve God. Serve God. There's a girl I know who was a basenta leader in a church doing basenta, 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 basenta. Then last two weeks, the pastor made her a center leader. Suddenly, today, she sent me a text that I've, I've been up since 4.30. Pray. Pray. So the center leader work makes you pray. And when you pray, whether your prayer is about souls, about Bibles, about tongues, prayer is prayer. It fumigates demons. They are trying to use you as a bad example. And don't think you are strong. Don't think you are smart. Don't think you are special. They are looking for somebody just like you. Somebody who went to university, did masters, had PhD, and went was a lecturer only to come and end up at the, at the prayer garden. She sleeps at the prayer garden. She lies on the sand. You know, the, the prayer gardens, the cross is in the place where there is sand. That's where they lie. I pray for you that you'll escape. I said, there's a project. There's a project. It's not a World Bank project. It is to make you a byword. The next one. And we'll close with this one. It's our church. We'll continue. If you don't serve the Lord, you will serve Pharaoh. And he will give you very hard labor. Exodus 5, 6 to 9. We are ending with this one. And Pharaoh commanded the same day the taskmasters. Kai. Taskmasters. He commanded the taskmaster. There are some people called taskmasters. Not taskmaster. Taskmaster. And their officers saying, verse 7, You shall no more give the people straw to make break. Look at it very carefully. I'm going to explain something in English to you. Don't give them straw anymore to make breaks. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. This is the biggest revelation of the day. Verse 8. And the tail 
of the bricks, Kanuzamaka, which they did make heretofore, you shall lay upon them. Ye shall not diminish aught thereof, for they be idle. <laughs> they are idle. They are free. Some of you, when we close right now, you are going home. Some of you, even on buses, you will not even wait for the new converts to finish their school. You will sit on the bus and you are insulting the pastor of the uh, new converts. I shouldn't say it, you see. I should wait on I wear a t-shirt, then I say it. I mean, you are in a hurry to go home. So all those who at the church are having meetings and so on, they, I mean, they should stop because, because somebody who is cursed like you has, wants to go home to be available. He said, they are idle. Uh, did I say it today that you must get busy? You must get engaged? I said, there's an evil coming. Those who are not engaged will be engaged. Did I say it today? Don't reduce their burdens because they are idle. Satan knows the people who are idle. Even some of you who are center leaders, God knows what you could have done. What you could have done. For they be idle. Therefore they cry saying, let us go and sacrifice to our God. But they know that God doesn't need them anymore to sacrifice. They should suffer. Verse 9. Let their more work be laid upon the men, that they may labor therein, and let them not regard vain words. Can you give me New American Standard Bible if you have it and you are alive at the back there? Let the labor be heavier on the men. And let them work at it so that they will pay no attention to false words. <laughs> you don't want God to engage you? I was, I was a medical doctor. Young medical doctor. I'm, I'm some 25 year old or 26 year. Young. I was at the children's ward in the night. Around 2 a.m. And a mother came with her baby. The baby must be nothing more than six months. Convulsing. Cha, 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 cha. The woman was begging. Said, doctor, do something. I took the baby. Smelling of garlic. That's what they do. They put the garlic on the baby to stop the convulsion. But it doesn't stop. As soon as I held the baby and put the baby on the couch, I heard the voice of the Lord say, I remember, this is, this is over 20 years ago. Over 20 years ago. The voice said to me, you see the woman standing there? Yes. Said she would not attend all night prayer meetings in her church. I didn't know her. She's not my church member. That she will not, att- as I was attending to the baby, 
getting the vein and setting up things and so on. So this woman would never, would not spend the night doing something. Like when you call for all night, we are going to have an all night soon. And it's not an all night for Jesus or for marriage. It's all night to pray for church to grow. And some of you will not come. Because, why? Why shouldn't you come? Because you must not come so that you'll be available to the enemy looking for you. Because when you come, you won't be available. They can't get you. So the only way they they can get you is to prevent you from coming. To reduce your love for the church in your heart. When you don't serve God, one of the things that happens, you see, now, let's go back and let me tell you just one thing and then we close. To verse 7. You see something in verse 7? You are no longer, give me King James. Don't give the people, you see, don't give the people straw. Now listen carefully, I'm ending. Those of you who don't want to serve God, you don't want to spend your energy to chase souls. Like the girl, she said, I've been up praying from 4.30. I've known this girl for over 20 years. I have never heard her say that I've been up at 4.30. Till she became a center leader. She said, I've been up at, since 4.30 praying. I said, wow. I admire you. Keep it up. Next week Sunday, we are having our salvation Sunday. And over 90% of the new people who will come will come because you remembered to bring somebody. If you forget, the Bible says, God, God says, says, if you forget, I will also make you forget your handwriting. How you write. You will remember how to write. God didn't bring you to this church to come and get a pregnancy. This is not a sperm bank. He brought you here. Oh, he knows you need spams. He knows it. He knows you need a job. He knows it. He knows you need a husband. He knows it. But the will of God is in the work of God. One of the things the Israelites were doing to build was that they were like unlike us here, if I'm building, I have to go to the junction to go and buy blocks. Not so. Yeah. But the Israelites, they were not buying blocks. They were making their own blocks. 
Last thing, we're also making our blocks. Not so. Why were we making our blocks? Your brother's block factory. Yes. We took over that block factory. So somebody's business. We took over the block factory and said, if you step aside, <laughs> then we went to buy our sons. That is how we have the building you are in. One of your children are poo-pooing in the eye church. That's how we got the blocks. So step aside. We bought our cement, bought our sand, and then we used his boys. We had to get our own boys because he went to his hometown with his boys. <laughs> so we understand this. I'm ending. Listen, open your four ears to listen to me because... I may be prophesying. I may well be prophesying. Exodus, Ezekiel 33 says, then when it comes to pass, you will know that a prophet has been among you. Listen very carefully. Now, now, when they were in the people in the time of the Israelites in Egypt, they also, just like Sarah and I, were making their own blocks. Because if you go and buy, it's very expensive. So to, to, to minimize costs, you make your own blocks. Now, the Israelites, listen, they were also making blocks. So you make the blocks, you make the blocks, and then you wait for the blocks to dry. In this case, we call them bricks. And then you build. Now, The normal thing is that when you are making bricks, the clay is there, which is normally it's even harvested from the area where you are making. But some people go and bring grass. That's what they used to mix the clay. Then, back then. Back then, 6,000 years ago in Egypt. <laughs> they used what? Straw, like grass. Very hard grass, and they use it to mix the clay. They step on it, ah, so that thing mixes and becomes of a certain consistency. Then they cut the blocks and then. So, so if you see, if you if you saw anyone building or making blocks, he was not the one providing the grass. Some people were employed to bring the grass called straw. And all they did was to mix the clay and the straw. But in the case of these guys, Pharaoh said, they are idle. They are free. So, instead of somebody else going to bring the grass, let they themselves go to the forest and bring the grass. Cut the grass up to dry. Because they have time. I said, because they have time. That is, things that ordinarily you wouldn't do. Satan makes it possible and rearranges your life so that 
Things that normal people do not do. Because of your idleness and because you are free. He makes you do extra. So normally, you are in the church, you are singing in the choir, you are a center leader. And as you are a center leader, we are all in the choir, we are singing, as we are singing, oh happy day, oh happy day, oh happy day, when Jesus, and when I turn, and you also turn, our eyes met, say, I'll marry you, say, you're so married, then we'll marry. In the choir. Oh happy day. Oh, happy day when Jesus washed. When he washed my sins away. When Jesus washed my sins away. So, so, so we are in the church. We are in the center doing outreach. And as we are doing the outreach, somehow to go to Dodoa, we all took the same trotro. Then I paid for you. And it touched your heart. And you fell in love with me. <laughs> Most of the church girls who are seriously serving God, that is how they got their heart. In fact, some of the girls who got married, they were called and they said, Bishop is looking for you. When they entered the room, a brother was sitting there. Say straw. Say straw. A brother was sitting there. As soon as he sat down, the bishop said, I'm going for a meeting. Discuss. Afa. Remember, the brother, he has been eyeing me for the past six months. He knows all your shoes. He knows all your skirts. He knows all your blouses. He knows all the, the, the two and a half weeks you have. He knows all of them. Kadaba kata. He goes to your Facebook all the time to, to download pictures. So you now, he has meant you as the bishop has left for a meeting. Because it is not right to cut your own straw to make your own bricks. Somebody must cut your straw for you so that you make the bricks. That's how I became blessed. People cut straws for me. God organizes people. Because you can't do a lot alone. As a human being, you can't do much alone. But because you don't want to serve God, Satan picks you up that you are idle. Not because today, as we are here, some people here have got three sets of clothes. By 1 a.m., last week, 1 a.m., 1.30 a.m., I was moving my car. And the people here, 1.30 what? A.m. Those people 
destroy the need for their marriage to raise their children to let their husband oh god help me to let their husbands love them to let their wives behave well destroy the need for their lives is brought from somewhere by someone but because you don't want to serve god if the average church girl puts three ounces of energy into marrying, you will put 30. So in your case, because we are a wicked woman, you don't want to serve God. Eventually, you will marry just like her. But she was at a prayer meeting and the Lord told her brother, turn to your right. Look behind you. Behind me? Who is behind me? Behind me? Ah. Behind me is Irene is standing there. Oh, I, I know. I, Irene. Look well! Not knowing that Susan should have been standing there. She went to unit when she came back. As soon as you turned, she also appeared. God said, she's the one, marry her. But in your case, to get a husband, you must hit somebody's car. And as you are repairing your own, and the man's car at the place, as you are there repairing, Kokumpe, you are repairing the car. <laughs> you go home, by the time you come back, they have stolen your car battery then it becomes another police case. So it is at the police station, as you are talking, then the policeman remembers that he saw you somewhere. (laughs) Because you don't want to be in the church. So as you become friends and become friends and become friends, the policeman gets to know you, gets to like you. Than his brother from Spain, who has been plucking tomatoes, comes to Ghana to display his new trousers. That's when you meet the man. He marries you for four years and runs away with your house help. It is when you are telling your friend your sad story. That your friend says that I know a counselor who can counsel you out of your depression. When you meet the counselor, he is somebody who is not married. And the man eventually marries you. When you marry him, you are wearing a ring. He is wearing a ring. But the man loves his former girlfriend. Say straw. Straw. What I'm saying, eh? What I'm saying, if you see me in private, I'll give you a worse form of the story. You see somebody? His son passes an exam. But before the, he passes the exam, the wahala he has to go through to get the son to get 51%. 
fifth one. Then the one who is also in the church serving God, God takes care of the son. And he, he doesn't get 70. He also gets 63. Or sometimes 53. He passes. With ease. Because when he was revising, his friend came and as they were discussing, the question was coming. Say straw. Say straw. May you never go and fetch your own straw to make your breaks for your life. I said, may you never fetch your own straw to be. Somebody must go and fetch it for you. It is when you are under a curse. May you never be idle. May you be busy. From choir rehearsals to center meeting to uh, center service, like, like after the service, I'm meeting center leaders. From there, I'm going to have another meeting with the same people at 10 p.m. Your asthma has come. <laughs> Somebody's in the church looking for accommodation. A brother says, oh, I've got something. Come and see. Before you know, within three days, he has moved his mattress into the house. He's sleeping. You, to get accommodation, get accommodation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, the, uh, an agent has to rape you before. That's everything that people are doing normally. Only you, you have to put in a lot of energy. And, and I'll come there next week. Sometimes you, the energy you put in is far more than what you get from it. And it's one of God's arranged cases. Today, as we prepare to leave the church, some of you will lie down. Some of you will kneel down. Some of you will lift up your hands. Whatever you do, you are going to commit yourself to a life of service. Eventually, those who don't serve God will drive a car. Those who serve God will also drive a car. But if you go through the hassle and the problems and the police case and the documentation and the issues before the guy got the third hand car. Because one of the things God does is that when you serve him, he makes life very easy for you. Because he knows that you are fighting battles for him. He knows you are fighting for him. That's why... 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says that be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of God. Say the work of God. Say the work of the Lord. Say abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Many of you, Pharaoh will let you work, will give you, will, will, will break your back. What somebody serving God gets through... Se- and you, see, you can see me, I'm sweating. We all, we all get tired. But you, your tiredness will be a different type of tiredness. Today, you can pray and change your life completely from an ordinary church goer to a servant of God 
whose life and time are engaged deeply for God. What I'm seeing, I see two people. They've got the same thing. I see something like twins. It's like wearing the same thing, but it's not, a, it's, it's not clothes they are wearing. They've got the same thing. But one has got it out of difficulties. You see, let me just smuggle this in before I close. One of the things that happens to you when you serve God is that it makes you spiritual. Just spiritual. It makes you pray. It makes you believe God. Anybody here who is not serving God will not pray a certain type of prayer. Anybody here who is, not, who, is not, who is not working for God will not, will, will not engage God at a certain level. Because how much of your problems can you solve on your own? So one of the things serving God does is that it makes you spiritual. And, and, and Romans 8, 14 or 6. Romans 8, 6. Romans 8, 6. It says to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Say with me, to be spiritually minded. I can't hear you. Say to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Say from today, through spirituality, I will have life and peace. Say peace of mind. Say peace of mind. When others are struggling, because I'm spiritual, I will have peace of mind. Say from today, I'm joining the ranks of those who serve God. Say I will not be in church and be idle. Say there is work to do. Say there is so much to do. Say idleness. Out of my life. Laziness. Out of my life. Lift your right hand and say, from today, I'll be busy for God. When I'm sweating, it will be because of God. Say, from today, I will get busy. I will get tired. I will work for God. So that my burdens will be reduced. Say there's a wicked Pharaoh looking for idle Christians to give them burdens. I'm not one of them. Say Satan, Satan, I'm not available. My time, my energy, my life, my resources are for the Lord. Say I'm building God's house. I'm building God's house. I'm serving God. Say, I'm serving God. Say, I'm a servant of God. Therefore, I'm not available. Say, I'm not available. I'm not available for afflictions, for labor, for hard labor. Say, from today, I'm a servant of God. Say, God. Say, God. I thank you for choosing me. Next week, next week, on Salvation Sunday, I will bring somebody. Not just to dump him here. But I will follow him up. Through this, I will establish a Christian. 
God saved me to serve him. Say, God saved me to serve him. And I'm a servant of God. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and lift your hands. I want you to pray specially for next week Sunday. Pray specially for next week Sunday. Maybe you are just an ordinary member. That's okay. But next week Sunday, do something special for God. Maybe you don't do anything. Next week Sunday, Salvation Sunday, you do something for God. Lift your hands. You've done so much for me. You've blessed me so much. It's my way of saying thank you. Everybody pray. Lord, I refuse to be idle in the church. Meanwhile, I am busy in my office. I refuse to be idle. I refuse to be idle. I refuse to be idle. Lift your hands and pray, 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 pray. Pray for next week. First match. First match. First match. First match. First match. Lift your hands again and ask the Lord. From now till you die, ask the Lord to use you. From now till I die, everybody at the back in front, from today, from today, till your dying day, use me. Lift your hands and pray. Use me. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Use me. Use me. Let somebody say that he got to know God through me. Yes, Lord. Use me to change somebody's life. Use me to change somebody's life. Use me to change somebody's life. 
used to be to change some of his life. In the name of the let me be called the servant of God. Let me be called the man God uses, the woman God uses, the girl God uses. I will not be wicked anymore. Use me, Lord. I will not be wicked anymore. Before we sit down, I want us to pray finally for next week's service, Salvation Sunday. Let's pray that there will be a gathering from the four corners of the city. From the east. These are all tidal waves towards the swollen Sunday. Tidal waves. Small, 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 small. Then we swell massively in the next three months. Lift your hands and pray. Pray. And see people sitting on the stage. Oh yes. yes. Skada, 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 People sit on the stage because the hall is full. Suta, 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 the chairs are full. It's possible. It's possible. Yes, yes. As he's using you, he's using me. Pray. 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 Pray for next week's service. That the wish smoker will surrender his life. A drunkard will bow. Yes, Lord. Pray. Everybody, lift your hands and pray for next week's Sunday service. It's not my service. It's your service. Somebody will come. He's part of the 25,000 children of God. Mayandala Bababa. Nasitoba. Nasadia. Sabaluta. Toli Alanda. Sambalube. Prima Kola. Sandiaba. Use me to fail. Let there be salvation next week. Let there be salvation next week. Let there be salvation next week. Salvation. Lift your hands and pray, pray, pray. Pray for salvation. Let there be salvation next week. Salvation next week. Salvation, salvation, Maybe somebody invited you. No movement, please. Somebody invited you to church today. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I'm here for good. 
I'm in Jesus for good. I'm in Christ for good. If you are here, you want me to pray for you to give your life to Christ. Wherever you are, just lift your hand. Yes. I see your hand. Lift your hand high. Yes. I'll pray for you. I'll lead you to pray. And your life will never be the same again. Lift your hand wherever you are. I see your hand. I see your hand. Everywhere I see you. If your hand is up, you've raised your hand. Take your Bible, take your pen, take your book, take your bag and come to me here. Meet me in front here. Jesus. Clap your hands for them. Come to Jesus. Come. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands. They are coming. you know when you come to Jesus you are coming to serve him that's the only way you will not be in church and still be serving your enemies the only way to be in church and not serve weed not serve fornication not serve pornography not serve family idols is that when you come saved you must serve he saves, so you save. Lift your hands and say this prayer. Close your eyes, everyone. Everyone. And say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. You found me today. You found me today. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. Today. Today. Thank you. Thank you. For bringing me to the cross. For bringing me to the cross. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. I declare. I declare. That I am born again. That I am born again. Changed. Changed. Forever changed. Forever changed. 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 Washed by the blood. Washed by the blood. From today. From today. I'm a new creature. I'm a new creature. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to walk with you. Say I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Say I'm free. I'm free. Say Satan, I'm free. Satan, I'm free. I will serve God. I will serve you, Lord. I will walk with God. I will walk with God. This is my home. This is my home. I will grow here. I will grow here. I will know God here. I will know God here. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations. You see our brothers there who are waving their hands. Can you see them? The two of them who are waving their hands. You can see them. Yeah. Wave your hands. They can't see you. Can you see them? All right. I want you to please go to them. They will talk to you. They have a very important message for you. You get, you get it and then you come back. Please, so please follow them there.
Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping. Encourage them as they go. You know, today we are coming to the Lord's table. And all of us are going to eat one body. It means all of us will be one. That was the prayer of Christ. That they may be one. Which is very important. So that you will not be in this crowd and separate yourself. If you ever watch wildlife, you see that the deer that is eating is the one that strays from the pack. Somehow they are unable to break through. But when you stray away, that they come for you. As we eat this bread and we drink this wine, I declare that next week you'll be a part of the harvest in this church. That, that, that you will not eat this bread and drink this one and come here and be looking around at things people are doing. They are doing something. Some people are doing something. But you will be a part. Father, bless these elements. Bless the bread. Bless the wine. In Jesus' name. Please share. Be praying. Way back on time. Somebody here. The devil wants to separate you. So that he can come for you. Once you are with us, he can't get you. Once you are with us, he can't find you. Communion stars, be fast. Way back. the lowest valley.
at your bread and say that we may be one that we may be one say from today from today as i eat this as i eat this i will never be separated i will never be separated from this church from this church from this body from this body physically physically spiritually spiritually whatever this church is doing whatever this church is doing i'll be a part of it i'll be a part of it because i'm a part of the body of christ because i'm a part of the body of christ the body of christ the body of christ the body of christ the body of christ, body of christ. eat it Say the blood gives me life. The blood gives me life. Say the blood gives me life. The blood gives me life. As I drink it. As I drink it. I'm receiving life. I'm receiving life. To run my race. To run my race. To work for God. To work for God. Energy to serve. Energy to serve. Energy to toil. Energy to toil. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. your hands and let's pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke any voice. Any voice of deception that will lead you astray and away. Decisions that will break you away from this fold. I curse them in the name of Jesus. Amen. I take power from anything that wants to separate you from this body. Amen. I wrest power from the enemy. Any deception. Any lie. Any idea. That will be organized for you to break you away from this family. Therefore, denying you of the colorful destiny God intended for you to have. I curse it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I declare in the name of Jesus that you shall rise. Yes. You will do well. Amen. You will do well. Amen. You will not faint. Amen. You will not faint. Amen. The bread you have eaten. Jesus. The blood you have drunk. Aroma. The body you have eaten. Gives you energy. Receive energy. I receive it. Receive healing. I receive it. Receive strength. I receive it. Receive energy. I receive it. Receive freshness. I receive it. Receive vitality. I receive it. When the devil expected you to be tired, you shall be bounden with energy. I said you shall be bounden with energy. We shall be bounden with energy. Where the enemy wanted you to give up. Hey! Hey! I declare, anybody wanting to give up, anyone here, an area of your life, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your ministry, whether it is your business, whether it's your education, whether it's your call, anybody here who wants to give up, I release energy by this blood. Kabadabashata. Oh, Anybody here losing interest? 
Losing interest. Losing joy. Losing your joy. Losing your desire to serve God. Losing your desire to work for God and to work for God. I declare that energy enters you now. Amen. Energy to visit. Amen. Energy to win souls. Amen. Energy to invite. Amen. Energy to build. 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 Receive it now. I command anybody here who ate the bread. Your body is being charged with supernatural power now. If you ate the bread and it has, it has bread, entered your bread, body, bread, bread. then your body is the one I'm directing. I'm directing this verse to. Your body is being charged. Amen. Supernatural power. Amen. Supernatural power. Amen. Supernatural power. Amen. It's entering you now. Yes. It's entering you yes. now. It's entering you yes. now. Receive it. I receive it. You will never be known as somebody who lost energy. Whether you are 90 years or you are 60 years, you may lose energy and lose interest in something else, but not in the work of God. Receive fire. May your bones receive fire. Young girls are becoming pastors. Young girls are building centers. Young girls are building churches. Women are building centers. Receive it now. Father, we Whatever was planned has failed. Amen. As a whatever has been planned has failed. Amen. Like the snake we saw on the screen. Any snake coming to bite you, any snake coming to swallow your finances, any snake coming to swallow your child, clap your hands and cut off that snake's head. Jesus, it has no power over you. It has no power over you. Rashada, no power, Rapa, 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 snake that wants to bite you, poison your system. Under this commission, under this commission, that snake is paralyzed. Jesus. Jesus.